0: The Breakfast Club on WCSY-FM South Haven is paid for by Enterprises, LLC. Welcome to The Breakfast Club on Super Hits, 103.7
1: Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good every Friday morning as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. Teresa Getman, Rosalie Placati, and Paul Leyendecker are your hosts on Cozy and the podcast at WCSY.com.
0: The Breakfast Club is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. Now, today's Breakfast Club on Cozy. Well, good morning. I'm Paulie Antecker with Teresa R. Getman and Rosalie Placati. Welcome back, Rosalie. Good to have you. Thank you. you. Throughout Thank Black you. History Month, our episodes have focused on celebrating history and culture and diversity and unity. Although the month may be
2: over, we're not done. Teresa, introduce us to our first guest. Our next guest doesn't even realize... We're, we're all about surprises right now. Doesn't even realize that we're just celebrating him. <laughs> and yeah. I wanted to bring him on this show because <laughs> of his special gift at reaching not just uh, men, but women, and not just uh, men and women of color, but all men and women and teens. Um, he just has a way of touching the heart and is so good about it. You probably all already know I'm talking about Pastor D., from Lily of the Valley Church in Covert Michigan. We have him right here in our community. And I'm most excited to introduce him because today he's going to focus a little bit on some things that I are near and dear to my heart. I mean, if you follow me or you know anything about eight to great or what I train and teach, he's going to go through about most of it in 12 minutes. So let me be quiet and say good morning, Pastor D.
3: <laughs> Hello, how is everybody? Good. We're good. We're good. So
2: talk us through this life journey. How did this all start? What are we going to learn today?
3: Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, I began this blog at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, I wanted to start a focus group for men um, that targeted um, uh, individuals on becoming better, evolving, and, and getting out of a stagnant. Place. So, this blog um, that I have every month uh, is with men, and it has grown from probably 50 to hundreds. And these hundreds, we meet on a private blog and we um, chat uh, about life's events. And I always give a takeaway. So, today, what my goal is, I want to be able to give you five points to become a better. Person, five points to become a better person. And this, um, the first item that I want to talk about is compliment yourself. When you wake up in the morning, every morning before you go out um, with your daily routine, take a couple of minutes to give yourself a compliment. Life affirmations is what I like to call it. Whether you compliment your outfit, your haircut, or how you recently completed a task using a unique skill set, Giving yourself a little emotional boost will make you happy. And when you're happy with yourself, the emotion can be contagious to those that are around you. I have learned that people will always think of you how you think of yourself. Number two, absolutely no more excuses. I teach this to the young men that are in our blog. We have got to own it. If we made a mistake, own it. If we, um, in a celebratory uh, fashion, own it. Blaming your spouse, your boss, or clients is fruitless and won't get you very far in life. Instead of pointing fingers and making excuses about why you aren't happy or successful in your personal or professional life, own your mistakes and learn from them. When you do this, you will become a better person. When I personally started living up to my mistakes and downfalls, my life turned itself around. I became a happier and healthier uh, person in my relationships with others, and it improved a paradigm with between myself and, and my peers. So absolutely, no more excuses. Number three, we have got to learn to let go of anger. We are in a society where too many people are going to bed mad. They're getting up mad. Letting go of anger is easier said than done. While anger is perfectly normal emotion, you can't let it fester. Well, the Bible even says that anger resteth in the bosom of a fool. And when this happens, you may make unwise decisions. And more importantly, it may affect your health. Research has even showed, and it suggests that anger can cause digestive problems, difficulty sleeping, and even heart disease. I've taught countless others um, to write out your feelings, journal your feelings, and pray and meditate and begin with the end in mind. But at the end of the day, anger is not going to be my portion. Number four. We've got to learn to practice forgiveness. As a pastor, um, I suggest that we forgive, that you and I forgive and let go of resentment. If for no other reasons than for yourself, forgive to untether yourself from the negative experiences of the past. Take time to meditate and give thanks for wisdom and knowledge gained um, from your suffering practice the mantra, I forgive you and I release you. It's nothing like being able to forgive a person and release that individual. And remember, it's not for the individual per se, it's for you, it's for me. So as I forgive, I'm helping me. The last item that I wanted to talk about is be yourself. There are so many people in our society that's putting undue pressure on yourself trying to live up to other people's expectations and or be like someone else we've all heard um the uh saying uh being like i'm trying to be like the joneses well you know what i have learned uh in my short years on this uh planet can't nobody be better uh than darrell williams being darrell williams than i can why should you um why should i disrespect myself Try not to be the best that I can possibly be. These include being able to align myself with my values and beliefs and establish my identity. I need to build courage and create boundaries and find focus and direction. That can only happen if I know who I am. And if I know who I am, I know whose I am. That helps me to become a better me. And I, I can tell you, walking through the pandemic, um, I, I went through a dark place. And, and um, But what helped me, I had to use the tools that I had, these weapons of mass destruction, to help get me out of the place that I was in. And I had to blast everything that was trying to bring me down. And I had to accept where God had me in this place and I had to make the best out of a bad situation. And that came when I knew who I was, whose I was, and I was being my authentic self. So complimenting yourself, understanding there's no more excuses, uh, that helped me shape myself into who I am today. And I decree and declare from this day forward if we can practice these life applications it'll become we will become a better me Uh, okay
4: uh, i know we're we're all sitting here with our mouths open first of all we can go home now that's just (laughs) and pscd could you come live at my house Um, (laughs) um that's amazing and but it's ongoing i mean Uh, You don't just do those things once, right? I mean, you have to practice it all the time.
3: That's right. And you know what, um, uh, Rosalie, what I have found, um, not only do I have to practice it all the time, I have to remind myself of these applications when we get in tough situations. So yes, absolutely. It's something that not only do I practice and I teach, but it's something that I put in practice for myself and have to remind myself. do these things
2: i love that you're saying that because in teaching like you you've hit on uh six of the highways i think um right in our face i could go to every one of them and 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 see that they fit with the eight highways and sometimes people think oh you've got it you never arrive because happiness is the journey it is not the goal you never arrive until you graduate and go home. So every day you will be practicing this stuff. I love that you're saying that. So people understand you're going to be angry. You're going to be sad. You're going to be, it's part of life, but you've, you've suggested to feel the feeling so that you can release it. And I love that. So yes, it's not a place you get to. It's a place that you evolve to and and, and more and more every day and practicing these these things. I'm just so glad you pointed that out because people think, Oh, I should have. I've done this. I should know it. But it's a daily
3: ritual. And not only is it's a daily ritual, but it's it's self healing for yourself. It's nothing worse than carrying unforgiveness in your heart, because it's almost like you uh, drinking the poison, but looking for somebody else to pass away. At the end of the day, when we practice forgiveness, it heals ourselves. I choose not to walk around angry. I choose not to allow people to bring me down. I choose not to allow unforgiveness to be a part of my daily routine. It's my intention is to practice forgiveness on all set.
2: I think it's interesting to also, I I love to share with people that when you put somebody in a dungeon or in a prison, you have to stand watch and be there to make sure they don't get out so you become part of the prison too. So I love you're saying that. Well, we got just a little bit of time, Pastor D. Um We're wrapping it up. Can you, sh- how can people get in touch with you? How can they be a part of the men's group?
3: Um, let us know. Absol- absolutely. Or can and, we read the blog? Yeah. Well, you know what? If you want to, um you can reach out to me at pastordaryl.williams. That's P-A-S-T-O-R. D-A-R-R-Y-L dot Williams with an S at Outlook.com. And I will pass all the important information that is needed for you.
2: Will you do that one more time? I'm sorry. I know somebody's writing going, what, what? I am.
3: I'm trying to type it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's Pastor Daryl, P-A-S-T-O-R-D-A-R-R-Y-L dot Williams, W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S at Outlook.com. You'll be getting an email shortly (laughs) All right, (laughs) because I want to know more. (laughs) Wonderful. And you will love the gathering of the group of men.
2: This is wonderful. Thank you so much for brightening our Friday morning. And uh, I know you've got to be on to somewhere else and we'll continue on, but we really appreciate you stopping by today.
3: Thank you all so much for having me. Thank you, Daryl.
2: Reach out to us with ideas and comments.
0: The Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. We'll take a quick break. Be back in two minutes. The South Haven Bangor and St. Joseph Banking Centers, a division of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor the new Breakfast Club, Friday mornings at 830 on Cozy FM. At the South Haven Bangor St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, downtown South Haven, works to get you out of pain, back to doing the things you love, and avoid invasive procedures. Dr. Vassar believes that working together with you to achieve your goals is one of the most fulfilling experiences. For a different chiropractic experience, learn more and make an appointment at VassarChiropractic.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy FM. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, 330 Kalamazoo, downtown South Haven.
1: This is The Breakfast Club on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good. The Breakfast
0: Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com, the South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank, and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience, vassarchiropractic.com. And now, back to The Breakfast Club on Cozy. Thanks for listening to our show on cozy FM every Friday morning at eight thirty. streaming and podcast at WCSY.com. Just click where you see shows and the breakfast club. I'm Paul Decker, back with Rosalie Placati and Teresa Argetman. all set for a special, uh, end of this black history month and a look back on something that we did a couple of years ago, Teresa.
2: Absolutely. Um, I when I, as I look back and I listen I'm like we did all that <laughs> and uh we did with the help of our community and it was a beautiful thing and uh Pastor D um uh, will have some more words from him in this next segment because he was part of that and uh Rosalie um very exciting Walt mm-hmm. part of it you mm-hmm. Rosalie uh, Paul um Well, you were part of every one of them. (laughs) 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 Mike and and Marcy McCarthy, um, Laura Jager. um, So yeah, I'm excited to uh, Scott Williams. Yeah, there was uh...
0: actually uh, Black History Month segments that we created, uh, that we aired year before last. And I don't know why we couldn't re-air these in years to come, and I think we probably should, but... I think what we wanted to do today is to jog your memory and kind of put a bow on uh, a month focused on history and culture and diversity and unity. So we hope you enjoy these next segments and let them sink in. There's some pretty important information here. Pastor Daryl Williams
3: more light shining on why the achievements of Dr. Martin Luther King are so notable and worth a deeper look in these 28 days of black history. We would be remiss if we didn't discuss the sudden and chilling death of a man whose biggest dreams were freedom, justice, and equality. According to the director of the MLK Institute at Stanford, Claiborne, and Carson, said King's final unpopular move before his assassination was that Poor People's Campaign of 1968 where King called for a March on Washington to highlight the plight of Americans living in poverty. In his last Sunday sermon, King said, yes, we're going to bring the tired, the poor, and the huddled masses. We're coming to demand that the government address itself to the problem of poverty. At 39 years old, standing on the second-story balcony of the Lorraine Motel, one shot shot To quote this great leader we lost that day, we must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope.
4: Rosalie Placati here, co-host of the Friday Morning Breakfast Club, shining a bright light on the achievements of one of our country's heroes in these 28 days of black history. I think many of you would agree the Vietnam War was not one of our country's shining moments. However, years ago, when Dr. King voiced his concerns and took a stand against the Vietnam War in 1967, he may have upset the apple cart with both black and white citizens with this unpopular yet courageous move. Claiborne Carson, director of the MLK Institute at Stanford, told Newsweek, it hurt him politically and it hurt him in his standing in the black community as he was criticized by many black leaders. Speaking to over 3,000 people, King said that the U.S. had no honorable intentions in Vietnam and was wrong from the beginning. King argued that the U.S. was testing weapons on the Vietnamese people similar to how the Germans performed tests on the Holocaust victims. We don't hear much about these brave speeches from Martin Luther King Jr., but this is his story And it is our history. Here's Teresa Gutman.
2: We're wrapping up our series on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And yet we've barely touched the surface. More than 50 years after his assassination, we take our final dip into the waters that run deep in this series of The Brief Life of Dr. Martin Luther King. 1968 Nobel Peace Prize winner, MLK is remembered as an activist, a prominent leader in the civil rights movement, a pioneering historical black figure, and a wordsmith. His impact is still felt today as we continue to look to his example for strength when the march toward equality seems to struggle. Let us end this series in 28 Days of History with some of our MLK favorites.
1: In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence. Of our friends
4: he who passively accepts evil is as much involved in it as he who helps to perpetrate it
3: darkness cannot drive out darkness only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that.
2: If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have
3: to keep moving forward. A great reminder from one of the great patriots, Harriet Tubman. Forget the things which are behind and press forward. In other words, keep going. This quote If you hear the dogs, keep going. If you see the torches in the woods, keep going. If they're shouting after you, keep going. Don't ever stop. Keep going. If you want a taste of freedom, keep going. So applicable even today are her words. Strength, determination, and tremendous courage. Keep going. Don't stop. Keep going. Brethren, I count not myself... To have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Remember, keep going. Tina Getman.
5: Staggering numbers and the argument of they did it first. Fact. Of the 12.5 million Africans shipped to the New World during the transatlantic slave trade, over 2 million did not survive the dreaded Middle Passage. Fact. While 388,000 arrived in the United States, Brazil took the majority of slaves at a staggering 4.9 million, where they suffered a high mortality rate due to terrible working conditions. Fact. By the time the United States became involved in the slave trade, it had been underway for 200 years. Fact. The majority of the slaves arrived in the United States between 1700 and 1866. And while that might seem like a significantly smaller number than, say, places like Brazil, I would challenge anyone with this fact owning one human being is one human being too many. Racism isn't born, folks. It's taught. I have a two-year-old son. You know what he hates? Naps. End of list. Dennis Leary.
1: If there is a book that you want to read, but it hasn't been written yet, you must be the one to write it. Tony Morrison. Never be limited by other people's limited
0: imaginations. Dr. Mae Jamison,
4: You're not to be so blind with patriotism that you can't face reality. Wrong is wrong, no matter who does it or says it. Malcolm X. Won't it be wonderful when Black history and Native American history and Jewish history and all of U.S. history is taught from one book, just U.S. history, Maya
2: Angelou. A fun, interesting fact about our past and the wild, wild west. Although you may have seen a lot of westerns, you might be surprised to know the actors weren't very accurate. You see, one in every four cowboys was black. Check out the rich, diverse history of these United States of America. I invite each and every one of you to dive in and learn something new about the land we call home. When we are all willing to be honest about our history, we can then be forgiving about our past, grateful for our present and full of hope for our future. We have learned to fly the air like birds and swim the sea like fish,
0: but we have not learned the simple art of living together as brothers. Our abundance has brought us neither peace of mind your serenity of spirit. Martin Luther King Jr. wrote those words.
2: My favorite hero of history happens to be black and is celebrated in our final episode of 28 Days of History. Born in 1936, he joined the Air Force in 1954 traveled the world, and served his country for 22 years. He completed two tours of Vietnam and came away with several medals and more scars than can be counted. He received a Medal of Honor for his part in finding the missiles in the Cuban Missile Crisis. He and his wife, Diane, raised four children, most of that time outside of these United States. He was the first black purchasing manager for the state of Nebraska, also a purchasing manager for the omaha housing authority a buyer for armor meat packing and a purchasing agent for the city of omaha and the army corps of engineers a devout Catholic, he attended seminary and graduated from Creighton University's four-year diaconate program to become one of only three black deacons in the Archdiocese of Nebraska. Francis D. Elward Barbour, the greatest man who ever lived. Most people call him Frank. I just call him Dad. My name is Teresa Getman, and I want to personally thank you
0: For traveling with me. If you just tuned in, you've been listening to some re aired segments of some Black History Month uh, vignettes that we put together a couple of years ago and played each day of the month. And though we've just wrapped Black History Month, uh, we celebrate it every day. And I think, uh, Rosalie, you may have said it best that uh, at some point, Uh, would be our ultimate goal to have everyone's history fall under U.S. history.
4: Absolutely. And and not only that, I think I even hate putting it in one month like that because everything we've heard is so profound, is so important, is so true that it needs to be every day and it needs to be for everyone. Amen. (laughs) All
0: right. And that does it for today's show. We love it. When you share ideas and comments, email TheBreakfastClub at WCSY.com. One long word, no spaces, But Club at WCSY.com. You'll find podcasts of the shows there as well. And of course, for more inspiration from Teresa R. Getman, visit EnterprisesLLC.com. Have a great day.
1: You've been listening to The Breakfast Club, highlighting what's good every Friday morning at 830 as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience
0: hope. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by whiteford wealth management in south haven let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com the south haven bangor and st joseph banking centers of sturgis bank and vassar chiropractic and rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience VasserChiropractic.com.
1: join us again next friday at 8 30 for the breakfast club on super hits 103.7 cozy fm find a podcast of today's show at wcsy.com the South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers, a division
0: of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor the new Breakfast Club, Friday mornings at 8.30 on Cozy FM. At the South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Whiteford Wealth
1: Management, they have the pleasure of serving clients in nearly half of the country from their beloved South Haven. Rest assured, with Whiteford Wealth Management, you will always get simple, candid advice based on the wealth of knowledge and experience in tax, legal, and investments. Clients trust Whiteford Wealth Management with their life savings, and they earn that trust by recommending products that they use themselves. Whiteford Wealth Management, let them help you build wealth.
0: WhitefordWealth.com, proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy. The Breakfast Club on WCSY-FM South Haven is paid for by Enterprises, LLC.